1: flushcarecom slash weightloss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network.
2: Just a quick disclaimer, we are not medical doctors, therapists or dietitians, so please check with an allied health professional before making any changes.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Super Gym Friends. I'm Adam. I'm Trent, And I'm Zach. And this week in Fit... Fitness Myths. It's good to be
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> Although, as far as the listeners are concerned... No, we never left. Yeah, we yeah. never left, yeah. <laughs> I actually... We actually live here. We got locked into the studio, so... Yeah. Um,
1: Over over the most recent lockdown in Melbourne, we were forced to stay in this room. Yeah. Yeah. If
2: any of you guys have seen Pirates of the Caribbean, we just kind of, once we're done with the recording, the hosts will just kind of meld into the walls until their show is back for another recording. And then we kind of come out of it like the (laughs) people on on that one
1: ship. I always think of it more as the most recent Judge Dredd movie where uh, the entire block gets sealed down. And a man is crushed beneath the giant metal door. And then we need to fight. Uh, uh, What's her name? Sure. What's the actor's actress name? I couldn't uh you. She played. You'd think I'd know, but I can't tell you. <laughs> she played the uh, the bad Lannister on Game of Thrones. I forget her name. I think it's like Lena something. Anyway, we have to kill her mm. and then we can leave. Yeah. Uh, but we got to watch we out. We haven't killed the, her yet. Yeah. So. The entire block is it's wired coming. to explode. And if her heart stops, that's the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got to
2: figure something out. Anyway. Like I've been planning. I think we just need to keep have somebody. We need somebody to stay behind just to keep pumping it. Once we like extract yeah. the heart.
1: Well, from this
2: mem- is getting
3: really dark. <laughs> from this memory, really- all this is going over my head. So oh, I yeah.
2: haven't, I haven't seen. I don't know these references. Yeah, I don't know, these references you you making- I don't know Game of Thrones. No. So oh yeah, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You so-
1: haven't seen Game of Thrones? No, I haven't seen. Fair Game Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones ended badly.
2: <laughs> Sorry,
1: uh, Zach. You were saying uh, today's episode is uh, <laughs> about Pirates myth. of the Caribbean.
2: Yeah, it's definitely about Pirates of the Caribbean. No, so the, fir- the first fitness myth that I kind of want to go through is one that you, or at least I hear in like the sort of fitness community, but also particularly as a PT from a lot of like female clients or more of like a sure. female audience, which is this big fear around going into the gym, starting to lift weights, and that causing. Like, bulkiness and, like, gaining a lot of muscle from it. And, like, the whole saying is, like, no, I don't want to, like, lift heavy weights because then I'll get big and muscular.
3: Mm. My, my partner actually feels this way about weightlifting. And you, you've kind of spoken to me about a bit off podcast about this and yeah. kind of eased our minds on that.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. And it's, like, I think the, the – th- First things first, it is a myth, 100%. Like, and I think one important way to look at it is there's people who dedicate their entire life to getting big and muscular and only get so big. Like you, It's a very difficult thing to do. And if you don't want to do it, your body's not going to do it. Like, you have to push and grind and work super hard for this. And you need to optimize and train in very particular ways to really gain serious muscle. And this is like particularly men I'm talking about who have to do this. And there's guys who aren't big enough, so they have to take like steroidal compounds in order to help improve it. So, if you're like a woman where you will naturally just have lower levels of testosterone, your body is already less primed for. Any sort of like muscle growth or hypertrophy, you're just—it's just not going to happen.
3: I've also found I've been kind of reading on it a bit too. Is it like you have to eat a lot too?
2: Oh my god, so much! You have to eat so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm
3: struggling with what, what I'm eating. I feel like I have—I'm not eating enough still on my diet, and it's like yeah. to grow those muscles. I'm like, like you know, I, I read what Thor, right? you know, Chris Hemsworth eats for Thor, all that sort of thing. <laughs> all, all these references. Like last time I was on Captain America, now I'm on Thor. I read what he eats to be able to. Uh, maintain his big muscles and keep going with that. Um,
1: <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I I always remember that picture of The Rock and the just like table loads of food that he consumes per per day or whatever. Insane. Yeah, it well, takes a lot of muscle. It's it takes a lot of animal muscle to build a lot of human muscle.
2: <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It de- yeah and. It's just like, if you, I think the other thing to keep in mind when it comes to this like whole idea of like not wanting to build muscle is it's, I think it comes from a place of like not quite understanding what you want, where I will have clients come in and they'll be like, I don't want to get bigger muscly, but I want to look like X person from the fitness community. Sure. And you go, this, a lot of the time they'll be pointing to f- people they say on Instagram or things like that, where they... These people are not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're not these like body, like big buff, mm. like literally male bodybuilders. Um, but these are still people who have like a significant amount of muscle mass in their body, but they just put it in the right places. And a what is like now become sort of like shifting a little bit or at least well, this, you guys can correct me because I'm sure I have like such a bias to it just because I've got I'm my finger the on the community. button ready to,
1: to blur the <laughs> incorrect.
2: Um, but it, it, at least in my viewer or, or my area of like the internet, uh, there seems to be like a shifting beauty standard, particularly like female beauty standard, towards a more, uh, not muscular in like a buff way, but like more muscular in a way where like the big butt sort of trend is all about like what creates like a nice or like a well sculpted glute is somebody with a lot of like muscle mass underneath like a little bit of fat as well as well as like this whole like sickness for the thickness that everybody's the youth sickness the youth are talking sickness. about getting <laughs> that double C's god i said that's so monotone <laughs> it's just like that's not the way you should say that um But yeah, all these things like coming the sort of the standard is shifting towards something that I see as like a more muscular physique, Mm. but it's just muscular in very in in different ways where it's not like, oh, cool. These um, sort of female fitness influences have huge arms, although a lot of them are starting to develop like bigger arms and like stronger just general physiques, but it's very much like, cool, you want to have in quotes like toned legs. Tone requires muscle. We need to have muscle underneath for those like lines of like the toned lines. So you to use come the word through. toned
3: there. Is that is that the correct oh, word? <laughs> no, 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 no <laughs> it's not. I'm saying like
2: this is what the dialogue that I
3: hear okay, is okay, about. Okay, and, like, okay. the dialogue, is actually, I felt like, like that was almost your opinion there. Like yeah, tone. I can't
1: believe you now have done a complete 180 on the word tone. Yeah, that is God. confirmed. <laughs> I'm writing it down in my notes. Zach <laughs> equals
2: Heart Tone. We will be burning the notes after this section. I cannot let this. Adam, I would like you to bleep out that entire (laughs) previous phrase. Only um... I
1: may decide what gets bleeped out.
2: (laughs) It's days. But yeah, no, when people use Toned, what they kind of, the look that they consider to be like created through, like what Toned is, is something that is partly attributed to having muscle mass underneath. So it's like you will never get bulky or buff or like too big if mm. you don't want to because that is a very difficult thing to do to gain muscle is It's a feat. It's not it's quite challenging. But if you want so you don't have to worry about getting too much but it's just about developing it in the right areas to create the physique that you actually want. So yeah, that's our first fitness myth. Mm. Busted. grass. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sure. And so I guess like the next one to go through is that training abs will give you a six pack. And so I see mm, like, what's that face for? <laughs> I thought abs are made in the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, 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 sorry.
3: <laughs> Wait, that's what I've heard. Sorry. I've heard abs are made in the kitchen. I thought other way around. Sorry. I thought yeah training abs and doing core and every time I've gone to the gym and and done like one of those um fit I think it's one of those like no hit not fit hit yep. that's what it is yeah one of those H-I uh, hit, double T. Yeah. high, high intensity
1: th- interval training
3: yeah, yeah one, spot on one of those classes I've been like why are we doing core stuff and like they always give me uh, like see, a- see
2: this is coming to another fitness myth which we'll talk about which I'll probably go a lot deeper into oh, okay. later but it's not really you wouldn't have been doing core work, okay? So it's the one of the big fitness
3: myths. Well, we weren't doing core; work. they were avoiding doing core, and we we're doing upper and legs mostly. Yep. Um, and they, yeah, they were like, "Oh, you can do core at home; you can do it yourself." And I was like, "Okay, cool, all right." And then when I, you know, started talking with you, you were telling mm. me that, you know, abs are made in the kitchen.
2: Yeah, six packs are made in the kitchen, and yeah, it's just this. It's one that I see less so from. Well, it. This sort of mindset of like doing crunches, sit-ups, anything that works your like rectus abdominis, which is like our six-pack muscle, mm. it's it's very much used by people who are doing it for like deceptive marketing reasons. And it's very palatable for a lot of people because the people who are coming into the industry looking to make certain aesthetic changes to their body, a lot of the time the most difficult change well, It's very difficult to start a fitness routine, start like training and exercising. But even beyond that, for most people, the even more difficult change is to diet and is to change your like relationship with food, relationship with eating and sticking to a diet and changing that like area of your lifestyle. So it's a lot easier and to accept and more palatable for people to believe that it's training your Abs is what's going to give you the six-pack look. It'll give, give, you, give the you the pump, the separation. Right?
3: It'll give you the pump for it. Like, like you know, I know when we work our arms, my arms is like, oh, <laughs> my arms. Yeah,
2: like you'll feel... You You can work the muscle, and training abs is not going to do nothing, mm-hmm. but it's not going to give you the, like... Result, it's not going to give you a six-pack. Yeah, you need to essentially, like the way that we do actually have a six-pack show on our body or have, like, the that line in the middle is through losing fat. Yeah. It's mm. really-
1: Building the- muscle, doing crunches or whatever, abdominal work, is is going to make the muscles, but the muscles aren't going to show themselves yeah. mm. until you get rid of the fat. 100%. And
2: the, uh, the hypertrophic they're potential shine. or, like, the muscle growth potential of our abs is actually very minimal. Sure. So it's because they're kind of used so much throughout our day, like- these aren't a muscle which is ever going to get as big as your legs will. And so you can train abs as much as you want. And the most you will get is maybe a little bit more of a blockier look when you do cut down, which can be great because Mm. it means that you can be maybe at say like a 13 or 14% body fat for like a guy and have visible abs rather than having to go down to like 11 or 12. But it's still not going to give it to you without dieting down. You still, like, that blockiness is never going to become big enough, and they, even for some people, it's very genetic-based as well. So there are, like, certain, well, one of the really cool things to, it's kind of like, do you guys remember as kids where you would have, like, those old, I don't even know what you call them, like, little, like, Digimon, Pokemon, Tarzos, (laughs) Belters- (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm not
2: gonna... You you had your bit. (laughs) No, do you remember those like... uh, They were like those little like dust rock archaeology things... Where there would be like these plastic dinosaur bones in the middle. Is that, that the perfect like, scene? You could just yeah, put it yeah, yeah. in water
3: and it would come out and be a thing. I don't know. I no, you don't would...
2: put it in water. You have to like kind of like scrape well, away like it and like. Like you were an it. archaeologist. Yeah, you could put yeah. it in this water. This sounds and like <laughs> 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 This sounds like. A... That's not what they're meant for. They like, gave you tools. <laughs> it sounds like a fake toy, but go on. <laughs> no, it is 100%. No, come on. You had that.
3: You... Yeah, you can get them, but now like they sell them in my petrol stations. They said there's gold in them now. Like they've really. so
1: weird. In my childhood, the the only toy I really remember having was one from my uncle's old chemistry set from like the 1960s where they're like, yeah, I, I reckon kids can just have raw elements. Sure. <laughs> I remember leaving some of it in my, in my grandmother's back porch, like a concrete sort of back porch, coming back to it the next day and being like, huh, there's a hole here now. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. It well it didn't like just it wasn't just this massive gaping hole, but I could see where I left whatever I was playing with the day before, and there was like a divot, like it had literally dug into concrete. Was
2: it also like a egg? there with like a face hugger in it just like <laughs> alien goo <laughs> melting away no from memory
1: i from memory the science
2: set was made to destroy the alien from alien oh box, gotcha it, yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the like 60s were
2: wild yeah
1: we'd extracted <laughs> their blood and turned it into a weaponized thing for uh our weapons and for our children
2: gotcha mm. i'm just I, I think i'm really thankful to have been born when i was born because <laughs> after all the kids in the 60s killed the xenomorph crisis yeah, yeah. in on earth with their amateur science kits. It was yeah. just, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that that's an issue that I never had to deal with, because I don't know how I would. You grew um, up privileged. I really, I really right. did. I really did. fun, come on. <laughs> 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 hey, you and me have very different interpretations of fun, if that's the case. Lying in
1: bed, being like, I was born in the wrong age. <laughs> <laughs> Imagining himself fighting the Xeno Wars oh in the 70s. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh god, what do we so, have coming next? All we have to deal with is a measly little coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and the yeah. growing, <laughs>
1: growing climate emergency. Yeah, that's no big deal, I suppose. <laughs> our kids,
0: our kids yeah. are screwed. We'll figure it
3: out. Yeah. We'll f- yeah. <laughs> so, going into with uh, abs made in the kitchen, right? Yep. What would be a very simple way to kind of um, obtain the abs from made in the kitchen? What, what would you aim into kind of
2: can I quickly, like, pause that thought? Because yeah, sure. I did have, like, that was a big tangent, but I did have a roundabout way to bring <laughs> it back to, a, like, a fitness thought. Sure. So, we have our dinosaur thing that we scrape away at. And <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, that. I know, I know. But other, that. without bringing give it back, bit, that would Adam, sound super weird. No, it's kind of like when we do start to lose weight to get that visible six pack, it's kind of like when you're digging into this, like, sand pile to find sure. your dinosaur bones, because you don't know what's deep inside. And so when it comes to abs, there's such like, there's so much genetic variation in what you can have. Yes, Adam? I'm sorry to interrupt. I just, it just occurred to me, why would you mention the toy and not just be
1: like, you're like an archaeologist? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like, it, anyway, I guess you yeah. thought it was going to be a lot more relatable than it ultimately was. Please continue. I did. <laughs> I really did. I thought bit. this was something <laughs> everybody so sorry, I know, knew. <laughs> I know I interrupted the bit again. I just, it just occurred to me that anyway,
2: please keep going. <laughs> Give me my god damn dude I You're want out. my bit.
0: Have it, man. I don't want it.
2: I'm biting it. I'm gnawing at the bit. Huh? Chomping uh, at the bit. Chomping at the bit, the yeah. Let's cut that one out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't worry, I'll bleep it
2: out. Only, bleep it out. Only good jokes <laughs> will be left in. Um, no. So it's kind of like where with these genetic variations, like a few of the things you can have is some people will have different numbers of actual like essentially, like, muscle separation in the abs, so that's why you can't ever develop a six-pack into an eight-pack. You just get what you're given. Some people will have four. Somebody like The Rock has... You
3: get what you're <laughs> given.
2: <laughs> you really so, are. I, I know. It's just a funny, funny way to phrase it. So
1: do we all have... So I, I guess, obviously, like, all bodies are physiologically at least similar. So we all mm-hmm. have... Physically, the eight muscles there.
2: No, a- no, no, no. No? So we all have rectus abdominis, which yeah. is like the term for the muscle, but there's different... Like, the genetic will determine the separation. So somebody... Oh. If you have a look So it's at
1: one muscle with bumps in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one
2: big muscle. But Zach,
1: so-
3: all the ads on TV say under my stubborn layer of fat, I have an eight-pack sitting there ready to go.
2: Yes, yeah, you might. <laughs> but you also look at somebody... So, like, bring it back. Somebody like The Rock, sure. who is... Gets quite lean, but never has a six or an eight pack. And you're like, oh, well, if you train so much and you would, if you could develop an eight pack, why would somebody like this not develop one? It's just, it's a genetic thing. So I think he has more like a two or a four. Somebody like myself, I have a six. Then you look at somebody, um, if you want on Instagram, Ulysses World is somebody with like an eight pack. And it's just, there's different levels of separation between the muscles. There's another one. You'll see some people will have asymmetrical side to side abs. So like- say they have a six pack three on their left side will be lower than the three on their right side. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also the big one that you kind of like fingers crossed you have is blockiness. There are some people who have very sort of flat muscle Mm bellies where you need to get a lot leaner for them to show just because they're not popping out as much. And this is where training abs can help because it does develop a blockier.
1: It's kind of look. He's kind of got a four pack with like, they're sitting on a rock, funnily enough, because he's got, like, the four muscles, and then he's got, like, one big one right at the above bottom? his crotch. Yeah, yeah. And that one doesn't, yeah, the one big one doesn't really have any separation to it. It's just yep. kind of a big, uh, fuck, damn, he's a fit human being.
2: <laughs> Look up um, <laughs> Ulysses World.
1: Oh, he spells it differently. But yes, I found him.
2: Yeah, see how, like, that's somebody who has, he's got an A-pack, right? Uh,
1: fuck, it looks like a 10-pack.
2: Yeah, well, he's got, either way, like, it's more than six. And One, And that's two, three, not... four. No,
1: he's kind of got the rock, but he's got a six-pack with the big big bulge at the bottom. So he in eight. this picture.
2: I don't know. Can Some people,
1: yeah.
2: either way, that's like... <laughs>
1: oh Lord. This is the guy, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It kind of looks more oh, like... Oh, yeah, right, got... yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Essentially, like, that just comes down to genetics, where that's somebody who has very good blocky... Ab genetics, Um, so the Mm. blockiness is what's going to make it easier for them to show, um, no matter our body fat percentage. But it's also that does come to genetics as well, where we can develop it a little bit more, but we're really just whatever our parents gave us sort of thing. Mm. So that was... Dad, fucking... We are like... Ruining me again. We're like child archaeologists. When we do kind of dig away at our fat, we get to see like what we're left with underneath. And you don't know until you really achieve that, which is I think is exciting sure. in some ways <laughs> either way like it is a bit of a little bit in inco- cool.
1: a little bit in un- uncovering the past in a sure. way if it's, yeah, your, yeah. Genetics, if yep. it's your fucking yeah. genetics I, it is isn't it i guess so yeah i guess that's so. right we're, we're, we're like <laughs> after a bit then i fucking burst in on the scene oh, i God fucking it. it's my turn motherfucker
2: <laughs> okay let's go back to your point yeah. Now that I've finished my, rant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah fair, fair. <laughs> okay, so with that,
3: be an intake of protein or lower my fat, high, high protein. Would that
2: bring out my abs? It's just going to be that caloric deficit. So if you do want to go back and and like figure out the best way to kind of lose that weight or lose that fat, just I think we did. It was one of our, I think it was our second episode, second or third was on like basics of like goals and the main one or like our first one was. Fat loss. And so just like go through, have a listen through that because it is just, it's going to be caloric deficit, which is essentially eating less calories than your body needs to do what it needs to in the day. So it has to then use our stored energy, which is our fat, Mm. um, to then kind of make up for that deficit. And you just do that for a long enough period of time, you'll lose enough weight, and then you get that shredded six-pack.
1: You get the the fucking... No, shredded is the word I was looking for. Never yes. mind. <laughs> no, like, you,
2: what this is something that's really weird.
1: Cheese grater! I was I was Ugh. looking for a different word. Sorry, oh, oh washboard, 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 that's washboard. The word. Like, <laughs> I like cheese grater. Yeah, yeah.
2: Get like a spoon and just like yeah. make some
1: them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get
2: down. <laughs> uh, what one thing I've realized, which is super weird about just like bro culture is that it's all very food related the like terms that you use to like describe somebody in like sure. a like to compliment somebody when it comes to like gym stuff so it's like shredded I diced think, I don't think that's lean.
1: a gym I don't think that's a gym specific thing cuz you might say like a normal human being might say that someone could you like my parents maybe not my parents but someone's parents might describe someone as looking tasty or something like that that is like <laughs> No but it's a term they,
2: outside of the gym though. But it gets like like juicy is a term like when somebody's looking like really full. Like juicy I just feel like is so I guess so we love either way using
1: food to describe people.
2: It's not it's either way, even if like 100% that is the case. Yeah. It's still weird. I think that's because... Isn't this, like like, it's still kind of weird. Like, are you trying to eat me? Like,
1: Isn't that like... Maybe
2: a little
1: bit. The part of yeah, the, the part of the brain that's like... Obviously, the brain isn't this simple. Like the but,
2: pleasure center?
1: No, not the pleasure center, but the part of the brain that lights up when we see something that we think is beautiful. When we see something that we think is attractive. That part of the brain that lights up is right next to the part of the brain that is responsible for hunger like
2: actual hunger. I think that's a thing. I just want to cut to like our starting clip where we, we are not psychologists. I'm (laughs) definitely not. So sure. If listeners write in, if to correct Adam, if, or please tell him that he's right.
1: Absolutely. Hit us up wherever, wherever you can. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, Figure it out. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you're clever. We've the got a only, Discord. We've got individual Twitter handles. But we're
2: actually, from now on, we're actually going to be ignoring everything that is sent to us over social media. The only way that we're gonna. You get to answer this is if you actually find us in person.
1: Yeah, you have to solve our riddles. Three.
2: Yeah, we've actually throughout this entire episode, there's a secret code to figure out where we all live. (laughs) If you can decipher it, my riddle is:
1: What creature uh, uh, walks on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three legs at night? And it isn't man. It's a different, (laughs) different riddle. (laughs) Is it a woman? No, it's not human. (laughs) It's not human. Trent, what's your riddle? (laughs) Well, we'll come back. What
3: is in my pocket?
2: (laughs) That's the one from the Lord of the Rings, (laughs) Yeah, that's the Lord of the Rings one. I'm a nerd. The
0: Hobbit, that
1: one, yeah. The Lord of the Rings one, I think, would be speak, friend, and enter. Yeah,
2: Gandalf. Not that it's
1: really a riddle or whatever. I it think not. They, yeah, I they would explain, be so
2: mad. I would be so mad. Like that's not a fucking that's a question. It's not a riddle. I think they explain in the riddle book. Riddle me this maybe, Batman.
1: <laughs> I think they explain in the book or something like that, Gandalf's like, oh, they just meant it literally, but because we're living in such a suspicious age, we don't understand. But back when it was written, people would have understood, oh, you just say friend and the door opens. Oh, spoilers for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember enough of the Lord of the Rings. I do. <laughs> yeah, that does not surprise me. Okay, the other one kind of linking to abs is spot reduction. Mm-hmm. So, spot reduction is a essentially like the specific term for targeted fat loss where people will These are essentially like this episode is just my frustrations with some of the questions i'm asked by people not frustrations but just some of the common questions i get asked which is like can i or i want help losing fat in one specific area and so the most common one is like i just want to lose fat around my midsection or you hear like i want to lose fat i want to lose the fat off my arms you want to lose the lunch lady arms yeah and unfortunately so spot reduction or targeted fat loss is not really possible in the body under like very specific circumstances one which are just not practical and just going to be harmful for you for any other like goals you can do very very minor specific reduction but in for like
0: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
2: Literally everybody, in a practical sense, spot reduction is not possible. Sure, And so essentially that the reason is because when we do lose fat, our body's just taking stores as a whole percentage from everywhere. And the places in which we store the fat is gonna be genetic. So say we like uh store Store it in your feet. <laughs> I think that's probably you chose one of the <laughs> leanest body parts for almost every single human being, but Sorry, sure. store it in your ears. Yep. So say we store three percent in our ears, five percent in our feet, twenty percent in our hands. Twenty percent in our hands, ninety <laughs> percent in our fingers. We now have a lot. We have yeah, over, that's a, more over 100%. than one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we whatever we have like these, and then let's Even say like one hundred and ten. I get it. Fifty percent in our on our like stomach in our gut. Yeah, all right. The body's going to lose the same percentage of that fat across the entire body. So you're going to reduce the amount in your hands as much as you're going to reduce the amount in your stomach. But because there's just so much more stored there, you have to continue to lose more and more and more for that area to finally go down. So it's a bit of an unfortunate one where it would be great to be like, cool, I want to stay like, I don't mind having as much weight in my legs, I'd rather just lose it specifically, in my gut, but mm-hmm. we kind of just have to accept it and just go lose the general percentage and then continue to keep losing to get rid of our what's called essentially like the struggle areas. And so for men, it's very typical to have like larger stores in the midsection. Mm-hmm. For women, it's a lot more in like the legs, like the thighs and arms. And but there are like genetic variations for that as well. So. Just hope you You get good into genetic lottery. you don't
1: get the fat feet syndrome. No, yeah. (laughs) Pillow
2: feet. (laughs) (laughs) You're so pleased about that one. You're so good at sneaking. Trent just got like the biggest cheeky grin when he was thinking of pillow feet.
1: (laughs) Trent loves pillow feet. Nothing wrong with that.
3: Don't we all love pillow feet? That'd Um, be great. That's with the belly fat um, thing. Mm -hmm. Things that uh, my diet. So, drinking diet soda. Apparently, there's an ingredient that that just causes your belly fat to kind (laughs) of
2: that's a great question uh it's not one i've looked into too much
3: yeah apparently some ingredient in in diet soda that thing i drink a lot of diet soda because it's just like i'm hooked on soda and i'd rather drink the healthier alternative i guess if it is i wouldn't call it healthy but it's still Mm. a better alternative than drinking the sugary stuff
2: yeah I would be hesitant to, or I would be very sceptical of that. Like I'm not saying, like I said, I haven't looked into it a lot or enough myself, but what the main thing in diet soda is, is just uh, artificial sweetness, mm-hmm. which um, that's what gives it like the sweet flavour. Diet sodas, are, I've, there's actually like no problem with diet sodas. Oh, okay. um, there is in like really, really extreme doses, it can be, it can lead to, um, it can lead to cancer development, but mm. like that is under like ridiculous dosages. And it's also never been tested in humans properly because there's no way to do it. Like the sort of not a um, lot of
1: money going up mm, against coke.
2: Oh, <laughs> it's not even that. Just like the um, the ethics of it. Like yeah, you can't, you can't go to cancer, a. Adam. Yeah, essentially like ah, all, ah, pish posh. all research has to be approved. So if you go to like ethics. the approval board <laughs> and you go, cool, we want to give people a dosage of x food or drink large enough that we think it might cause them to develop cancer you're not really Back gonna get that, through. that what Back about in- science <laughs> what about science for truth but also it's like t- gonna take way too long to actually figure that out so like we only have my studies and it's just like i think it was you would have to be drinking like th- 36 the equivalent of like 36 bottles or 36 liters just like insane amounts for that to actually happen daily um, which is just not something that you're going to see but essentially all that the sweeteners do is they literally just run through you okay it might cause bloating in The short term, I think, like,
1: uh, it uh, this artificial sweetener, what does it do? It's uh, causes it's a diuretic, yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. Well. <laughs> diuretic, sorry, it causes, sorry, that makes you that's just piercing, right? No, it uh, no, 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 diuretic di- di- is diuretic, yeah, diuretic's, oh, yeah, diuretic's yeah. correct, yeah, I, I, it I'll, softens stools, yeah, it I'll, also makes you shit yourself if you have a lot of it.
2: A if you guys, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, on just like if you want to listeners, if you want a Great little, can't wait to. Great this. little read. This is, oh, 100%. I know. It, okay, yeah. Yeah, you know exactly. exactly what I'm to me. About. Yeah, yeah,
3: because um, this happened to me.
2: <laughs> oh my god, yes! I'm so excited to hear this exactly, story. Um, goal, yeah. Look up just on Google. You can just look up uh, Haribo sugar free gummy bears review, and it'll be the first one. It'll be Amazon. Just click on it. It's not going to send you to the gummy bears. It's going to send you to the specific review. Give it a read. Thank me later. <laughs> it is. It is. It is art. It is beautiful. Enjoy it, and it'll you'll know exactly what they're very what good for the keto about.
3: diet. And if you just have a read of those, <laughs> it will kind of explain what happened on my first exp- what well, my first <laughs> bag of those. Um, you I had, had a bag. I had a bag in uh, a sitting, not a sitting. Like, so it wasn't her rape. It was a different brand. It was okay. a smaller portion. <laughs> uh, but I'm so excited! Still a full bag. Read the
1: read those comments and have read those reviews. And I am aware of this. Le- I'll let you know. Those little bears might be fucking worth it. That's a fucking delicious. Yeah, they're nice. <laughs> they're, they're really they're nice. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: They're really they're good. But oh Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> my body got I got used to them. Um, but, yeah, my, my first experience, because, yeah, um, I was just looking for candies I could eat on the, the keto diet. of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Satan bears. But, yeah, no, very tasty. Uh, cool. Just come out the other end. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So they essentially just, like, yeah, that's exactly it. They just go straight through you. So it's not something – so the body just doesn't – the reason that they are, like, they kind of used for like diet foods is because the body can't process it. Mm-hmm. So it just goes through and you, t- it tastes good when you consume it. It just goes straight out. It's not absorbed. So it doesn't. So yeah, not from my current understanding, would it cause like any of that? Okay. Um, The one thing is like beer gut is a thing. It's more that it's just like, because when you get older, a lot of men do start to distribute more fat in their gut. And it's just like the carbs of BL, like going over in calories from drinking alcohol can lead to that like excessive development of fat in the midsection.
1: You heard it here first, wine. That's what you should be getting
2: on? Uh, Yeah, look, it's just all alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. So fun fact, I think when we went through diet, so calorie wise for our nutrients, protein has four calories per gram. Carbs have four calories per gram. Fat has nine calories per gram, and alcohol has seven. Mm. So, but it also isn't like a nutrient that's going to benefit the body. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me feel great. Maybe yeah. not benefit the body. It benefits <laughs> the mind. It benefits the soul.
1: Yeah, I've got uh, a lot of a lot of people I know, like my brother and some of his mates, are huge fitness buffs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And anytime they're also. Wild party animals, and anytime they go and out drinking, they're always it's just vodka soda for them. Oh,
3: that's mm. the classic. Yeah. Oh, but I get so sick on that. That made, like, like, when I was I was on vodka sodas during my keto yeah. diet, and, and also wine. I think I've had some of the worst experiences yeah. throwing up the next day,
1: getting rid of that. Oh, oh yeah, vodkas are oh. hard drink oh, to I, have. I love vodka. I don't
3: get me wrong, but vodka soda—it's like you're mm. drinking water and uh, sorry, water and
2: vodka. Yeah, That's, it's a, it's But like just, soda water out of all things. So mm. you're already bubbling. You're bubbling, yeah. Bubbly yeah, yeah. Your I love soda water. Soda yeah. water's
1: fine. How, oh, you're just saying the bubbles are going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you mixing with
2: alcohol in your gut. Ah. You're yeah. going to be... Yeah. <laughs> <Fine. Feel> like <laughs> like I something nasty is... You may drink straight vodka. Sorry? may as well drink straight, vodka. Nice. See, well, well I, drink straight vodka.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> it's good to have something to dilute the vodka. You know, you don't like the taste of vodka. No one likes the taste of vodka.
2: I thought you meant because then you... And not just absorbing pure alcohol because you have something else in your stomach, <laughs> but sure because of the taste. Um, no, one of the great things—no, it's not great. One of the really <laughs> kind of funny things about that as well is that's what I used to do: is just go like, yeah, the vodka soda when I go out. And because when you go out, you're like, oh, cool. There's seven calories per gram of alcohol. I don't want to be like over.
1: Like, oh, I don't want to be over in my calories. Fall um... <laughs> on a fucking bender. No, no,
2: no, no. Like I wouldn't bother counting, but you don't want to go over on your diet or like go over (laughs) if you're going, if you're in a deficit. So you make sure that you don't eat before you go out. So you're not, so you can kind of, instead of eating, Oh, I'm going to have like the alcohol. So it's like, it's kind of going to replace the food that I have, but then you have no food in your stomach. Yeah. And then you're drinking (laughs) um, and it just hits so much harder, particularly because you have a low body fat percentage for a lot of people at that point as well. I was guilty of that with keto. And oh I was yeah!
3: Dry, trying to get my car, keep the wine in my carbs, like the small amount of carbs you can have, and if you go for like a dry wine, it's oh. like, it's lower in carbs, and so I managed to fit it oh, within within the keto brackets. And oh no, nah, it was rough.
2: It was when rough. it comes to vices, the creativity people will go through, <laughs> like the <laughs> things they will do to consume them and feel less guilty. I love it. It's great. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, let's go for a few more. So sure. once again, on a very similar note, these are all very like interconnected. I think these last few, but it was going back to something that you were talking about with uh, that hit class where crunches like a sort of like spinal flexion movements being what's going to develop our core. So what I mean by that is like movements like crunches, sit-ups, Russian twists, anything where you're like, bending in your torso very much like people like oh I want to develop strong core a lot of the time if you look past what they're saying they really just want like abs they want to see like visual abs but they kind of correlate that with having a strong core but for the people who genuinely want a strong core for like the support stability the safety around their spine people with back injuries yeah which core is so so important for back injuries it's crunches are not the way to do it The thing that causes injuries in backs is spinal flexion under load, and what these like misunderstood in quotes core movements, but really are like ab movements. All of them are spinal flexion. It's when we're like flexing in the spinal, we're rotating, we're like twisting, and these are the exact things which are going to get us injured. So why would doing these movements help keep us protected? It's going to develop the blockiness of the abs, but it's not going to develop our core. What core really comes down to is three main muscles. So the one in front, which is our abs, not our core, our abs is rectus abdominis, and our core is sitting much deeper. So it sits underneath that all. And so the core is made up of three different muscles, which is the main one, transverse abdominis, is this like big, flat, muscular band which runs all the way around the stomach. It attaches at the bottom of the ribs, top of the hips, and the sides of the spine. It's like very fascia. It has like a lot of fascia to it, but it's interconnected with the other two, which is our internal and external abdominal oblique, which kind of sit on the sides of our um, lower torso. Is that that the one that gives you the cum Mm. gutters? (sighs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right.
1: Just uh, just curious. (laughs) So those are the cum gutter muscles.
2: Yep. All right. Cool. Yep. 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 Thank you, Rick and Morty.
1: No worries. (laughs) I knew that expression before Rick and Morty. Thank you very much.
2: That's the only place
1: I've heard it before. I've I've heard uh, an entire. I have heard that entire area of the male uh, anatomy described in terms of funneling and
2: controlling the spray of jizz. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so, yeah, if you guys know what that, like, just look up internal, external, abdominal, oblique. Do not look up cum gutters. <laughs> Don't do that.
3: Yeah. I because do not might know. know. You can't even spell it that, get... just cum gutters, yeah.
1: Don't look it up because you just might not get the human body. You, know? <laughs> I wonder... you might not get a picture of the human body, and that is uh, upsetting to imagine.
2: For the listeners, yeah. would one of you guys, because you both have your phones on you, would one of you be able to look it up so what we up can why? find out? You know what to look up. So we can find out if we're... (laughs) Say the words. Say the words Um, or we won't look it up. Oh, fuck you guys. You guys suck. (laughs) Say it. (laughs) Come, guys. Yeah. There we go. That's all we needed. Just so we know that we're not going to be, like, sending people to just a horrible place... I, I no. didn't remember that Jesus had them, apparently.
1: <laughs> what? What? Uh, the term calm gutters was referenced in Dan Harmon's now-concluded yep. podcast, Harmon Town, back in May of 2019. Huh. With a speci- Oh, this was on Harmon Town. I think that might have been where I heard it. Uh, mm. With a specific reference to Jesus having them. Whether it was a coincidence or not, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus also made a cameo in Never Ricking Morty. And yes, he was just as impressively gut cut as the take- Taking Please guy. Jesus Christ.
3: Okay. I'm getting a lot of uh, Urban Dictionary stuff. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, that's all right then. Uh, but Dictionary. basically, yeah, so our core is made up of these muscles and the core's function, like our actual core, our deep core, its entire function is to expand as we breathe into our stomach. So what's called like diaphragmatic breath or like proper functional breathing. Mm-hmm. Um so a little bit about the diaphragm because it is connected to our core quite deeply is like the diaphragm is going to sit roughly just like underneath the ribs and it is the muscle which is actually responsible for the contraction and expansion of the lungs. So this concept of like, oh, we want to breathe into our chest because of our lungs, like we're breathing into our lungs. It's like, no, the we actually want to be using our diaphragm for our breath and the diaphragm is starting at the bottom of the ribs and it's going to be sinking low into our stomach so Proper breath work is going to require, require us to breathe into the stomach, and through that expansion, when we then breathe back out, the muscles of our core, so particularly we're going to think about transverse abdominus, is going to contract around our entire lower torso, creating what's called intra-abdominal pressure around the spine. So essentially that's like a compressive force around the lower torso. So basically from like the ribs below where that compressive force is what's going to keep rigidity and stability in the lower back. The lower back is our trouble area.
3: So Zach, you've been kind of talking about this during our workouts. I'm not sure if you have issues with this, Adam. Sure. But I feel like when I, uh, I've had issues with this breathing techniques because I've Mm -hmm. always been sucking in my gut. Like, oh, uh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: When I was... So I was, like, put onto this concept by a few people, but really, like, a mentor of mine, Stu Bush, who then um kind of look up... So if you want to learn more about it, Kathy Dooley is, like, quite big in this, like, sort of proper core function world with um immaculate dissection is, like, her sort of stuff. So if you guys are really interested in this stuff, like, there's so much I just... My understanding of it is so surface level compared to what these guys, how much they know, and it's just, oh, man, it's incredible to try and learn from them. Um, Incredibly difficult as well. But essentially, that's exactly like when I was first introduced to this concept, I was like, this is dumb. I don't want to be, like, breathing into my gut. I don't want to have a gut. Mm. I want my stomach to be flat and thin and nice. I want to keep it in my chest where, like, oh, yeah, big chest, puffing it out, it's like that very – kind of like primal, like that big chest, like masculine sort of thing. Sure. But mm-hmm. it's as, as soon as I, the thing that really clicked for me, the moment where I was like, oh shit, this, this is actually real. Was I had essentially like, what was it? I'd plateaued on my bench for ages and I was stuck at about 95 kilos for about six weeks. And I just could not, like I was doing a lot of strength work and I just couldn't get it up higher. And then Stu came up to me and was like, I talked to him about it and he goes, cool. What I want you to do, compress your arch. So I had like quite an excessive arch, compress your arch, breathe into your stomach. And then do like a really forceful breath out where you essentially like restrict your ability to breathe out so that you have to push your breath out much harder. Mm. And I did that, that exact same day. So I did 95 and I really struggled with it. As soon as I did this forceful breath out and made sure that it was in my stomach, bumped up to 100 kilos the same day. I was like, what the, what the hell happened here? Like there was, I yeah. didn't gain strength in my like chest or my like actual benching muscles. You gained confidence. I gained confidence. I learned the power of friendship and yeah. that was what gave me the strength. <laughs> no, um, essentially like I, yeah. So through like this use of like the excess stability, but also our core has what's called like intrinsic and extrinsic force generation ability, which means that it's going to be able to create force that is going to keep the spine safe but it also has force which is then going to kind of be transferred to the outer parts of the body which it can then be used for extra strength in whatever movement you're trying to do. Sure. So through that like extra stability and extrinsic force generation it was able to bunch uh, to bump my bench back up. And I was like, okay, shit, I actually got to learn about this stuff. And, like, through that, it's helped me, like, help countless of my clients fix their back pain just by t- retraining this breath work. And mm-hmm. so, it is this, like, very natural way of breathing where f- essentially from the moment that we're born to about, like, I don't really know properly about the time frame of this, but we're just going to roughly say, like, 18 or 24 months where we spend so much of our day as, like, babies – just learning how to breathe properly because what we need to do and what we're spending in that time is developing strength and stability in these core muscles by this belly breathing to first walk in our hands and knees and then eventually develop enough strength and support to then stand upright. But what's unfortunate is that once we hit about five, our parents then go to us and say like, nope, nope. You go into school, they make this terrible decision where they're like six hours a day. Zach coming hard <laughs> against education. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Education's great, but the sitting down all day, like we're essentially like we're hunched over these desks, cutting off our, like, flexing through our spine, cutting off our Learning ability to breathe of these into things our stomach. We should stop. Let's, let's just live in the forest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's Let's.
1: Let us hunt and breathe like our fucking ancestors did, Zachs.
2: <laughs> Kill all teachers, Zachs. I do, I do. No, 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 um, no. Essentially, just like we're we're hunching over these desks and cutting off our ability to do these like deep stomach breaths, these belly breathing, and we have to relearn how to breathe. So we develop this breath into our chest, this what's called like dysfunctional breathing, and so we then do that for the next thirteen years or more. And it's like increasingly more as people like we're living much more sedentary lives, doing much more sedentary jobs. And so we never, that's why you hear so many people in like office jobs who complain about having lower back pain. It's it's partly because of posture, but it's a, a lot of the time it's because their work is limiting their ability to breathe and support their lower back. So they're developing this pain outside of work when they're not sitting down, where they've have this weak actual core, not our six pack, but like actual core is weak and it's not utilized. So when they do bend down to grab something off the floor, all of a sudden without that support, without this compressive force, discs are shot out in their back. And that's when they get Mm. these serious pain. (laughs) And so through the development of like relearning proper functional breathing work, I've helped countless clients, myself included to just completely get rid of back pain. And there are like specific sort of circumstances where this might not be as applicable for people. There are like very serious issues which have been developed in people's bodies where it's kind of like, oh, cool, there's more work that we need to do beyond this. But learning this like functional breathing into the stomach is just so important.
3: Could I? I think I know a little bit about this. I've done a Mm -hmm. bit, I did some rehab program for my back and it kind of did a lot of like yoga and mindfulness, which mindfulness was like focusing on your breathing and focusing on your hundred percent, yeah. Uh, but yoga, would, would yoga be, instead of doing crunches, would yoga be the one that would give you your core strength? Because I hear everyone says that yoga is core strength. That's how you build your core strength. Or is it just like a- yoga's? Yoga's
2: like, I haven't done enough of it to really know. The one thing I'd be like skeptical with yoga is there is a lot of spinal flexion that goes on. And like, I don't want people to be afraid of- Spinal flexion, like, we do need to be flexing in our spine to do a lot of the things that we need to do in life. Like, you can't really tie your shoes without having some form of spinal flexion. But I just, I think the smartest thing to do for longevity in life is to develop our core strength, but then limit the amount of spinal flexion and save it for very important things. So, when we are, like, actively going about creating all of this flexion constantly through yoga, it's like, oh... Look, maybe maybe it's all right. I haven't. It's not my area of expertise, so I don't like. I I don't know. I don't want to like, poo poo it too much, um, because I'm sure it's. I'm 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 sure it's great for a lot of people as well. Um, The thing that I would recommend before yoga is definitely Pilates. Okay, where Pilates is like really, it's a weird thing to do i haven't done enough of it myself but i do know that they have an even greater focus on core and like breath work Mm. but the biggest thing is just breathing it is just learning how to breathe into the stomach so i love meditations as an opportunity for people to develop that breathing because you do have that focus on your breath and it's like cool let's now bring it into the stomach Mm. make that the focus make that your like center yeah okay And so I guess to kind of, this is like a good opportunity to talk about something a little bit separate from fitness myths, but related to core breathing and what we talked about or what I mentioned before, intra-abdominal pressure. Mm. So intra-abdominal pressure is, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit deeper into it when we go into like equipment, like for training stuff. But um, if you've ever seen somebody in a gym wearing a lifting belt, so, have you guys seen, like, weightlifting yep. belts? I think I I use one. Yeah, I've yeah, used the one either. in front of us several times.
1: Yeah, yeah I did briefly I consider uh, being a bit of a shit and saying no, because I knew that you knew. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am aware of them.
2: Yeah, so a lifting belt, when you have a really well-made one, so there's some at, like, I think you can get them at, like, Rebel or just, like, your basic bitch lifting belt, will really kind of deceptively designed where they will kind of play off the marketing that a belt is going to help keep your back safe, which ultimately it does. But the way that they're made is they're thinner at the front and thicker at the back where it's like, oh, cool. Somebody who doesn't quite understand how a belt is going to function or like support the body will go, of course, it's going to be bigger at the back because it's supporting my back. The actual function of a belt is not to kind of lock your back in place or to be supportive around your back itself, but it's to help increase your ability to generate intra-abdominal pressure so that force through breathing and so what this belt does is it gives you something for you to breathe out into so to push against with your stomach when you take this breath in and so a really well made belt if you want to look, like see an example look up IPF approved or International Powerlifting Federation approved weightlifting belts or just look up any sort of powerlifting competition, and you'll see people with these really thick belts, which have a cons- uh, a continuous thickness around the entire belt itself. But the most important part is the front of it. So the bit in these like really commercially sold belts, where it's thinner at the front, is ruining the point. The whole point is you want this really thick front, so they have something for your core to breathe against when we do this big stomach. So breath. you're saying the
1: championship belt from the WWE? I was is gonna not- say. Is not as effective. No, that's
2: great. That's yeah, that's a, huge a, at the it's front. Bigger, it's bigger. Oh, you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. It big at the front. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, hundred you... percent. No, no, you you don't want it thinner at the back, but you want it a consistent thickness well, around. Well, isn't it yeah. much
1: bigger at the front though? It,
3: it's like a it's like a circular. Which plate one? At the
2: front.
1: Yeah, there's the WWE yeah, championship yeah. belt. Yeah, is it so much it's... thicker at the front? But you're saying you want a consistency, which oh, is, it does not have.
3: Oh, ah, yeah. look, well, if you the back, it doesn't have it at the back. I, I, don't, I haven't watched enough Whoa. WWE. <laughs> but,
2: um, <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> the most important thing is like the thickness at the front because you want to, it's essentially using proper functional breathing. So if you put a belt on, but then you just breathe into your chest, there's not really a point in wearing it. It's only through this like deep belly breath that we can really utilize the belt, creating extra intra abdominal pressure, which because that compressive force, that intra abdominal pressure is what protects the spine that's how the belt helps keep your back safer. It's not because it's going to hold it in place. It's because it helps us naturally hold it in place with our proper core muscles. Okay. Yeah. Let's we- go through a quick... so A this- uh,
1: quick glossary? Quick yeah. summary? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got my list of things that I thought were big points here. Mm-hmm. You can feel free to add. Lifting uh, does not equal getting muscular. Uh, uh, Zach equals heart toned.
2: No, no, I think we can burn that one. Cross Training that
1: off. abs does not give you a six pack. Yep,
2: six packs are made in the
1: kitchen. Spot reduction is fake. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, and spinal flexion does not give you a strong core. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's the a notes good, yeah, go. Yep, sweet, beautiful, excelente. And on that note, I've been Adam.
2: I've been Trent, and I've been Zach.
1: Happy lifting. Thanks for listening to Super Gym Friends. Once again, we are not medical doctors, physiotherapists, or dietitians We are, at best, bumbling fuckwits. So please check with a healthcare professional before making any changes. If you want to get in touch, send us an email at supergymfriendsgmail.com. At and to continue the conversation, head on over to our Sandspans Discord or Facebook group. Links to those are in the show notes.